Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. The Lord bless you tonight. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Look at somebody and say conditions. God has helped us to create a certain condition in this place. There's a condition of faith. And we feel, we feel confidence in Jesus' name. I, um, in the Old Testament, um, uh, when the, the children of Israel began to occupy the land and that God wanted them to occupy, God put in many, many provisions for them. You know, he would set things in order. But one of the things that God did, um, because he understood the mistakes we make and sometimes the things that we get ourselves involved with, he put in what the, the Bible refers to as cities of refuge. And there were six of those cities. You can study it for yourself. It's quite a study. And they were positioned just perfectly that nobody that occupied the land was too far from one of them. And, um, and especially um, for uh, situations where, say, if you were cutting wood one day and you just weren't kind of watching yourself a little bit and that axe hand or that axe head fell off or it, it flew off and it hit somebody that was standing nearby in the head and God forbid it killed them. Well, the law made provision for that, that the, the relatives of that person could come after you and literally they could, they could kill you. And um, that wasn't a pleasant sight. And so in that instance, you could literally, you could go to one of these cities of refuge and as long as you stayed in the city, as long as you stayed in that city, you know, they couldn't, they, they weren't allowed to come in and touch you and you were safe and, and you could go ahead and, and live a life, you know, that, that you needed to live. But once you stepped outside of that, that parameter, then, then you were, you were, I hate to put it like this, but you were fair game. Amen. And you know, God puts those kind of provisions in our life. I feel like that's what he's done and he's wanting to get across here tonight. Many of you have sensed that in your in your life, I mean, we could stand and we could talk about the fact that we've done some things that we hope nobody ever finds out about. And um, the scripture just describes us simply as sinners. We are sinners. Amen. Um, I know that can be neg a negative thing, but it's realistic. That's what we are. We're sinners that are saved by the grace of God. Can you say amen? You know, the good news is, and um, a couple of weeks ago, I guess it was last week, we talked about a man named Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, of course, was a sinner. And I just used the adage that he was a person who just really wanted to get it right. And he didn't know how. But when Jesus came to town that day, praise God, he invited himself. I like that. Jesus invited himself. He said, I'm coming to your house for lunch. And, um, of course, you know, that's all it took. You know, Zacchaeus was excited. He and haste came down from that tree. And, my goodness, he couldn't get home fast enough. And... With Jesus being there, it must have been quite a lunch, but with Jesus being there, you know, um, the presence of the Lord just caused him to, to, to get it right. And he just said, listen, I, my life has not been that good. I've done some cheating and I've done some mishandling, misappropriating of funds and that type of thing. But from this day on, half of that's going back. Praise God. And if I messed with somebody, if I did something wrong, I'm going to restore them four times. That's a beautiful story. You can find that in the 19th chapter of the book of Luke. Um, but the criticism came because, you know, the folks in that town knew who he was. 
you know, and of course they were criticizing Jesus that he went to have um, a lunch with a sinner. You know, imagine that. And Jesus made the statement, the across-the-board statement, you can find this in, in Luke 19 and 10. He said, the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. Do you believe that? Yes. Why don't we just, together, why don't we just lift up our hands and thank God for that beautiful message. Hallelujah. What a beautiful message. There's no question about it. Just like those cities of refuge, God has made provision. He's created conditions where we can, we can get it right in Jesus' name. Oh, what a God. What a God. Mm. What an almighty God. Oh, come on. Let's just take a few minutes and let's just thank God for what he's done. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. through the provision of, of, of the ability to repent, and I thank God for the ability to, to repent. It just means I can change, praise God. Things can begin to get back and to where the way God wants them to, to get to, and I, I'm so thankful for that, folks. I am. You're looking at a person that doesn't deserve this. I, I wasn't even looking for this, you know, but God came, and he knocked on my door, and I thank God that I opened it, and he came in, and he began to share things with me, and I, I'm so thankful, praise God. Um, you know, he gave me the invitation to be born again, amen, of the water and of the Spirit. And I, I, again, I am just so, so thankful for what the Lord has done, amen. I, there's, there's nothing I could ever do to repay that. I told a young man here just recently, I said, you know, salvation is free. There's no question about it because none of us could pay the price. Amen. And so I thank God for that, that offer. And that's what he's, he's extended here tonight, praise God. In a, he's, he's, he's created the conditions where this will work. And so you don't have to walk away from this place thinking, well, that's for them. That's, that's, that's God did that for them, but not for me. No, that's, that's not true. He did it for you. Amen. In right. fact, the scripture describes it this way, that he so loved the world, and that's us. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Praise God. That's whosoever would believe in him would have everlasting life. Praise God. That's what God's intention is for you. Amen. He doesn't want you ever to lose that. Um, and I, I'm, 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 I'm just kind of dancing around it a little bit, but there's another condition in here tonight that God is, I think has, has helped us to understand, and I, and I want to share that with you because that one can also get right. How many is glad that God has helped you to be born again? There's no question about it. Amen. If, you, if, you, if you're here tonight, and I'm not here to throw this in your face, but if you are here tonight and you've never been baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins or received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I, again, I'm not here to shove it down your throat, but I'm here saying that Jesus Christ created the conditions where that can happen to you. Amen. And so I just, I would pray that you would take him up on that, praise God, because that is, that is what it is. But there is another condition in here tonight that I believe that the Lord wants to take care of, and he wants to take care of it here tonight. 
in Jesus' name, and I sensed it, and, and, um, and I believe the Lord is doing that. The book of the Revelation is one of the books that we like to go to because it's an exciting book, and there's been movies that have tried to depict it. People have written books to, to kind of, um, you know, to emphasize certain things and all that, and I'm not here to say yay or nay about any of that, but the book of the Reve Revelation is a very, very graphic book. There's no question about it. I mean, when you begin to read it, especially in the latter chapters, you see that there's um, a judgment. There are things that God is going to pour out on this earth. And, and you know, sometimes I, I feel kind of uncomfortable about that, but it's God, and God is going to do that. But before he gets to that type of, um, um, uh, of treatment or that type of outpouring, praise God, there's three chapters, the first three chapters of the book of the Revelation that really are, I think, in my opinion, very, very, very important for us to begin to, um, to understand in Jesus' name. Praise God. You know, the scripture says in the first chapter of the book of Revelation, chapter number one and verse number one, it says, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shew unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Praise God. And then later on, he said that there were things in this book that were going to happen a little bit later on. Um, I've always felt like, you know, chapter number two and chapter number three that describes churches, obviously I believe that there were more than seven churches in, in, in the earth at that time. I do. I believe there were a lot more of them. But if you, if you know anything about the numeric aspect of the Bible, the, word, the, the number seven is a number of completion. Amen. And so I believe that by highlighting these seven churches, I believe that God is, was, was highlighting the conditions of the churches in that day. And I believe a lot of what, what's going on in, 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 in the apostolic church world can be found in these two chapters. Amen. And I, I've learned to, to recognize them, praise God, and especially when it comes to conditions. And there's a condition that will, that will try to come um, over the church. You see, the devil sometimes can be a very patient foe. Amen. Um, I, I, I don't think that right now, and I don't mean this um, in any arrogant way, but I don't believe that the Lord would, or the devil would come to me and tell me not to pray. I don't think he would come to me and tell me not to come to church or to read my Bible. I think he would find a, a big resistance in that. Amen. And so sometimes what he will do with people who have been, especially people who have been born again of the water and of the Spirit, sometimes he'll use a little more subtle approach. Amen. We find that, don't we, in the book of Genesis, where he didn't just start blurting things out, but he came kind of in a, in a subtle way. And I believe there's a condition of one of these churches that kind of describes that subtleness. And I believe there's some folks here tonight that, that God brought you here tonight to, to get that condition taken care of. Praise God. Amen. I, I, I hate to use this. It's a carnal example, but I, I, it's the only one I can think of right now. Back in the 60s, there was a group called the First Edition. I'm getting a blank look from a lot of you, and that's good. It, you probably, yeah, I know. I, I never get a blank look from you. Amen. And um, there was a guy that was singing in the group First Edition, and his name was Kenny Rogers. Ah, woke up a few of you, yeah. And I'm not trying to be carnal here. I'm just trying to make a point. But they, they rose to fame on a song. And the song was named, it kind of had a hitch to it, a kind of a catch to it. He says, I just, stepped, or I just walked in to see what condition my condition was in. Yeah. 
And I believe tonight that God has brought you here tonight, first of all, to hear the gospel message, praise God, that he died for you. His blood covers your sins in Jesus' name. And there's no question about that, praise God. If we will obey his gospel message, praise God, we have nothing to fear. Amen. Every one of the sins that we ever committed are completely washed away. Come on, can somebody who's been baptized in Jesus' name, come on, lift up their hand and say, I know that's true. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Then as God, as, as he's God, praise God, he'll not only clean, you know, the, the vessel up and, and, and make it presentable, but he'll fill it with something fantastic in Jesus' name. I thank God for the, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'll never forget, it's a Bethel that's, that, that lives in me, praise God. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a place that I, I can just go back to and I can, I can refer to it. I'll never forget the Sunday night that God filled me with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It took me months and years to really really get a hold of it and wrap my hands around it. But man, I'll never forget that, praise God. It was an unmistakable, praise God, time in my life. And so I'm thankful for that. And that's all purchased through the blood of Jesus Christ. And sometimes we get living for God and we get walking in life and that type of thing. And, and sometimes some subtle things can come along in Jesus' name. Let me read for you out of the book of the Revelation, chapter number 3. And let me see if maybe we can recognize one of these conditions in Jesus' name. Praise God. The Bible says in verse number 14, 3 and 14, Revelation. It says, unto the church or unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans. It says, now don't get way ahead of me now, okay? But I, I understand that sometimes we're going to recognize this. It says, right, these things saith the amen, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. He, he went on to say, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm. Look at somebody and say, lukewarm. It says, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee or vomit. I know that's kind of gross, but it's what it says, thee out of my mouth. Praise God. And so now you've recognized the condition. Praise God. That's the condition that some of you folks are in here tonight. And that doesn't mean that you're, you're horribly backslidden and that you don't know what the Bible says and that type of thing. It's just a condition, praise God, that sometimes because of the world that we live in that we find ourselves in. And I want to assure you before I go on here tonight that God's got, he's got a recourse for you. He's got something that you can do here tonight, praise God. You don't have to walk out of this place lukewarm. You can walk out of this place with a brand new commitment, praise God, saying that, hey, things are going to be different from now on. And then, oh man, do you feel that hope right now? I'm telling you, God is in this place. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. And so I'm telling you tonight, amen, if you just stopped in to see what condition your condition is in. I'm here to be to assure you that you don't have to remain in that condition. That God has brought hope into this place tonight and we can move from that lukewarm position and we can get a hold of Almighty God and things can begin to change in the name of Jesus. Praise God. 
But like anything else in life, like anything that when it comes with our relationship with God, remember what we said tonight that, that um, you know, the word of God, amen, is, is a very important thing. God will give us the details. He'll show us how we need to do this. And if we'll follow his instructions, praise God, I'm telling you something, you can rest assured, you can believe, praise God, you can raise up from certain conditions and you can begin to live life the way God wants you to live it in Jesus' name. Amen. And so I'm not here to to point anybody out. I'm not here to scare anybody. I'm just here to say that, praise God, that conditions can change. And tonight, God has put it in this place tonight because of His anointing that, amen, if you're here tonight and maybe you feel a little bit lukewarm, come on, I'm not here to to, to tell you you are. I'm just saying, if you sense that in your life, maybe there's some things that, that, that you're kind of a little bit lax on. Maybe you're not as quick as you used to be to pray and, and to read your Bible and, 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 to get a hold of the Lord. I'm here to tell you folks, that's a condition that can begin to change in Jesus' name. And I believe that tonight is your night. Amen. That God's going to help you to walk out of this place with the calm assurance that amen, He's in charge in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. 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 Now here's the good news. In chapter number 3 of Revelation, in verse number 17, it says, Because thou sayest, I am rich, and increase with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. He's calling it what it is, folks. And you see, sometimes our world can, 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 can put that kind of a thing over us, that we think, well, I've got life, I'm okay, I, I ate good this week, I've got a good job, and... My, my, you know, the stock market's on the way up and everything like that. We see those are conditions that God wants to change. Because I'm going to tell you something, folks. There's not a 401k plan that's going to get you and I to heaven. Amen. There's no job security in this world, and that's not a threat. That's just the way it is. I'm going to tell you something. One of these days, things are going to end. One of these days, things are going to be over. And praise God, we're going to stand before the Lord. But the good news is that God created, praise God, a condition where you and I can take care of that well in advance in Jesus' name. And tonight's your night. Praise God. I'm here to tell you, tonight's your night. Praise God. God's going to help you to do that. Now, verse number 18, because he's God, the scripture says, I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire. Amen. It says that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed. It says, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Anoint thine eyes with eye salve, and that, that thou mayest see. Praise God. God has is, is, is got some things in here tonight that cause that to happen. Now, always remember this in verse number 19. Jesus says this, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent, praise God. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Amen. And to him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in the throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. One of the major themes that you'll find in these two chapters is the word overcome. God has given us the ability to overcome these these conditions. Praise God. 
you get yourself sick sometimes, and, and, and that just happens. You know, my wife cannot be here tonight. It's because she's got a sickness in her body. In fact, I'm planning on taking one of these home with me, too, and giving it to her because I want her to be well. But sometimes that's what happens. And you call the doctor, and they have you come in, and, of course, they're going to take your blood pressure. They're going to take your vital signs. They're going to make sure that there, aren't, there isn't something more serious than maybe what you think. But if they can diagnose it, which sometimes they can, a lot of times what they'll begin to do is they'll give you something called an antibiotic. And what that's designed to do is to go into your body and help you to fight the thing that's really trying to take you down. And I want you to understand here tonight in this church, praise God, in this atmosphere, God has created conditions and he's created spiritual antibiotics, praise God. I mean to tell you, you can be filled with his spirit, praise God. You can be renewed in the inner man tonight. These are things that will help you to begin to combat these kind of conditions that will come upon us. And so tonight, I, I feel led of the Lord. I'm going to, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to, we're going to pray a prayer of repentance. Amen. That's the first thing we need to do. Amen. The Bible gives us very explicit instructions. It says that if any man says that he has not sinned, he's a liar. I mean, that's just what it says. That doesn't give us a license to sin, folks. That just tells us about the condition that we sometimes find ourselves in. That's just how it is. But the Bible says if we will confess that sin. And I believe that's one of the most important things when it comes to, to real true repentance. And, you know, confessing is not telling God something that he doesn't know. That's not what it is. What real true confession is, is agreeing with God. And folks, I'm going to tell you, if you're ever going to get anything, you know, uh, uh, done in, in the kingdom of God, one of, the first, one of the best things that you and I can do is get in agreement with the Lord. Amen. See, we quoted that scripture tonight that's found in Romans, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen. I don't brag about that, but that is a condition that I find myself in. Amen. I am still a sinner that is saved by the grace of God. Amen. That doesn't mean that I'm not, I'm not a son of God, that I'm not, you know, uh, you know uh, I can't get the blessings of God and that type of thing, but it's a condition that I find myself in this world. And so I've found that the antibiotic of repentance can come into the scene and it can really begin to do things in Jesus' name. And so if you don't want to do this, this is your business. I'm not forcing anybody to, but I felt like the Lord prompted me to help you tonight. Sometimes it's hard because we don't want to be the one that sticks out. That, that's just how we are. We just kind of like to, to keep things kind of in the back a little bit. And so I'm going to help somebody here. Praise God. And if, if you, if you want to pray with me here tonight, right now, I want you to stand. Praise God. And I'm going to pray a prayer. It's, it's, I'm just going to put it in my own words. But while I'm doing this, if you feel prompted... Amen. And that's the only way that I, I would say that you should do it. If you feel like the Lord's leading you to say some things to him while I'm praying right now, praise God, I, I would advise you to do that. Let's take this first antibiotic. Come on, let's, let's let the Lord deal with us and help us in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your mercy. 
I thank You for, Lord God, understanding where I'm at right now. But God, I'm a sinner. I have done things even this week, Lord God. That, Lord Jesus, that wasn't Your will. And Lord God, I ask for Your forgiveness for these things. I'm not afraid of Him, Lord God. I understand, Lord Jesus, that there's times when I slip and I fall, but You're there to catch me. And Lord God, here tonight, I believe that Your forgiveness is in this house. I believe that, Lord God, that You can wash away and cleanse again, Lord God, these conditions in my heart. Oh, hallelujah. Lord God, right now, Lord God, touch. I pray, Lord Jesus, my mind and my heart, Lord God, forgive me, Heavenly Father. Forgive me of the sins, Lord God, that so easily beset me. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I admit these things to you. Lord God, I am I, I sometimes can even become ashamed of them. But Lord God, more than that, I need your forgiveness. I need your blood to wash and to cleanse. And Lord God, to help me in the name of Jesus. And I give you the praise, Lord God, because only you can do that in the name of Jesus. Now, if you felt the Lord heard that kind of a prayer, come on, let's give God some praise for what he has done. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Mm, hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to ask the sinners to come. Or the sinners. Well, that's all of us. Everybody's got to come right now. I'm going to ask the singers. And please don't... Uh, yeah, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. The sinner singers, yeah, that's what we'll say. But they're going to come, and we're going to, here in just a few minutes, we're going to go ahead and, um, and, and, and go into a little bit of worship and praise here and that type of thing. But I want to show you something else, another antibiotic that you can start taking on a regular basis. Listen to me. Repentance is very important, and I could spend the rest of the evening emphasizing that. But one of the things that God has taught me about repentance is you got to be careful that you, you don't overemphasize it. I've had people come to an altar and, and, and get involved in a prayer like this and wanted to just stay in that condition, just repenting. And I'm not telling you how long or anything like that. But sooner or later, what repentance needs is, is something called faith that God heard me. And there needs to be a response that way. I'm not, I'm not belittling the fact of that we're confessing to God. But it's very important that we don't just stay in that, just God, I'm a sinner, save me and, and forgive me and all that kind of business. He does that. But it's important to move on. Amen. Because tomorrow you'll have to end, probably most of us are going to have to end up doing the same thing again. Amen. That's just how we are. That's the condition that we find ourselves in. And what needs to happen is something that Paul brought out in the book of Ephesians. I want to share this with you. The book of Ephesians, it's, it's a tremendous book. The first three chapters really deal with tremendous revelation of who Jesus is and what he has done for us and, and, and the things that he supplied. And in, in the third chapter of the book of Ephesians, I want to show you something. Amen. And this is actually a, a prayer that Paul prayed. It's a prayer that he prayed. Amen. And let me, let me um, uh, get it for you. He says in verse 14, 3 and 14 of Ephesians, he says, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so he's praying. 
And he says, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Now, there is another antibiotic that you and I need. That's why I'm not, I, I, folks, I'm not preaching heresy here tonight. I believe in repentance. I believe in confessing my faults. I believe in acknowledging to God something he already knows. But I understand as a human being, I cannot stay in that condition forever. I have to come and go in that condition. That's what I have to do. And so after I understand that he has forgiven and he has um, heard my prayer, praise God, something needs to come into my life that will help me to be renewed and to be revigorated, if I can put it that way, in the spiritual realm. And that's what God has done through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let me see that. How many of you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? Many of you have, praise God. And I'm not here to make you speak in tongues. That's not what it is. But I'm telling you, many of you have received that, 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 that gifting, praise God. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to advise you or at least um, recommend that you begin to get into the Spirit. That's why, you know, the Bible says one of the reasons for the baptism of the Holy Ghost is because we don't know how to pray as we ought. And God knows how to do it. He knows how to come in and, and, and help us in the name of Jesus. And tonight, you know, what I'm going to advise you to do is to take God up on that. Help him. Let him renew you in the inner man tonight. Praise God. You know, if you, got, if you want to come down to this altar, if you want to stay right where you're at, I, I'm not here to say that the position is as important as our attitude to take God up on these things. Come on, I'm telling you, sometimes we're going to find ourselves in a condition where we're just lukewarm. Come on. And God can help us to confess that and He can help us to get that down the road. And then what God can help us to do is to get renewed. He can help us to get a refocus, praise God. And that this next week I'm going to do things differently in the name of Jesus. And tonight as we begin, praise God, as we begin to, to, to sing, praise God, I'm just going to open these altars up. And, and if you feel that, that you need to be renewed tonight in your inner man, I'm here to tell you, praise God, God can can help you to do that in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus at the center of it all. Jesus be the center. Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Jesus. Nothing else matters. This world 
Just so you know that it isn't going to hurt you, that type of thing. I've been called a pusher, so I accept that role. But if you're here tonight, I would like everybody, if you can, I'd like to make this a family time of prayer. Why don't you come down to this altar, this area here, right down here, everybody. We're going to connect together. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody. No trap doors down here. It's a good place, it really is. Amen. Most churches they'll they'll agree that the front there where you guys are standing right now, this is this is represents the altar. This is where we come and, and we, we make some consecrations and, and some commitments in Jesus' name, and that's what we're gonna do here tonight. But I believe it it's important for us tonight to connect together. And so what I would like you to do is I'd like you, if it's proper, I want you to grab the hand of the person next to you right now. And we're going to pray together. Oh, hallelujah. God's going to be a blessing in your life this week. You're going to see God in ways that you've never seen him before. In Jesus' name. Now let's begin to lift up a prayer to him right now together. Everyone, especially those of you that know how. Come on. Go ahead and just let that out. Call upon the Lord in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe you broke through some barriers tonight. I believe there's some middle walls of partition that have been tore down. And Lord God, I pray right now, help us, help us, Lord God, to be saved and walk in the knowledge of the truth in Jesus' name. I pray that, God. I pray this week we'll be very instrumental in that. I believe that there's some things that have been received here. In the name of Jesus, strengthen strengthen right now Lord God eyes open 
Oh, enlightened, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus for what you're doing. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. And I give you the praise and the glory, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, your word and your spirit in the name of Jesus is important in Jesus' name. And Lord God, I do. I recognize that here tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, if you felt your condition begin to change, why don't you lift up both of those hands right now and give God change. Give Him praise in the name of the Lord. Come on, do it by faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Don't be afraid of the Lord. I'm telling you, in that, in that regard, He loves you and He cares for you. And I'm telling you, take those cloths home. There's still a few of them down here if you want to grab one before you leave tonight. And have faith. Be instructed. Let the Lord tell you. If He tells you to go ahead and give it to somebody or lay it on a pillow or, or lay it on a doorway or whatever, I'm telling you something. Creative faith can really begin to cause some things to happen in Jesus' name. So just be obedient. And we'll pick this up again Wednesday night. If you're interested, we have a Bible study that happens here. We're going through a discipleship series. Amen. And the next Sunday, of course, we'll pick it up on Sunday morning and Sunday evening. The Lord bless you folks tonight. Thank you for coming. Thank you for responding. And the Lord bless you in your life. In Jesus' name.